Hello, and welcome to the Organize for Success podcast, the show where we provide organizing tips and solutions so you can get organized, simplify your life, and create more time so you can do the things you love to do. I am your host, Kathy McEwen, and myself and my team help those with clutter clear their clutter, get organized, and pack and unpack. We help organize homes and offices and also help organize moves. So you ready? Let's get organized. Hello and welcome to the Organize for Success podcast. I'm your host, Kathy McEwen. And on today's episode, I'm thrilled to be speaking with Laura Hernandez, a productivity expert, owner of Mama Systems, and mama of 10 children. You heard that right. She is a mama of 10 children, and three of them are special needs children. When you have that many people under one roof, you need to have systems in place, and Laura knows systems. But before we get started with the interview with Laura, I just wanted to quickly mention that my Calm the Clutter course is in pre-launch mode, and I'm accepting registrations right now for students to join the course at 80% off. The course is still in development mode, but there are modules ready now, so you can sign up and get started right away. Every week or two, I will be posting more valuable content. So if you want to get your home organized once and for all, now is the time to hop in at 80% off. So instead of being $497, it is now only $97, and that is Canadian price. So for anyone who is in the U.S. or uses U.S. currency, it is even more of a steal of a deal for you. The course is perfect for those who have clutter and don't know where to start, who have tried to organize on their own, but they get stuck and feel overwhelmed, for those who want better systems in place and feel peace when they walk into their homes. The course will be jam-packed with information and has video modules, checklists, accountability, and support through a private Facebook group, weekly Zoom calls where I will be there to help you with your organizing journey so you do not have to do this on your own. And the best part is that you can learn at your own pace. We will be covering how to get past feeling overwhelmed, my five-step organizing process we use when organizing for our clients, and there will be modules on front hall area, bathrooms, kitchens, bedrooms, toys and play areas, storage areas, plus there will be checklists for each room on how to stay organized. So if getting into a course at 80% off for only $97 Canadian sounds like a good plan for you, or you want more information on the course, I'm going to post the link in the show notes. Okay, so I don't want you to have to wait any longer. Here is my interview with Laura. Hey, Laura, thank you so much for hopping on to the Organize for Success podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I am beyond thrilled to be here, Kathy. Yay, so exciting. So I know a little bit about yourself, but I was wondering if you can tell the listeners um, a bit about yourself before we get started. I would love to. So my name is Laura and my husband and I live in Texas and we have 10 kiddos and that's a lot of kids. 10. I can't Uh, believe that. Like I'm shocked when I saw that I was like, what? So a lot of people in one roof under one roof. Um, We, I have always wanted a big family. This is one of the number one questions I could ask. So I'm just going to go ahead and answer it. I've always wanted a big family, like 20 kids, which sounds ridiculous, I know. But ever since I was little, I just wanted a lot of kids. And my husband wanted two. And so we kind of met somewhere in the middle. And 10 seems like a good place to stop. 
Um, Three of our buddies are adopted out of foster care and the rest are biological. And so through that whole journey of adopting little buddies and having our our fifth bio all in one year, it was like a six month period where we added four kids to our family. Things were just really chaotic. (laughs) I I remember standing up against the wall and thinking like, if I could just get to bedtime, that's all I've got to do. They've just got to all stay alive till bedtime. Um, (laughs) They were all so little. We had five little people, four and under, all in diapers. And what we didn't know at the time is our three special, our three adopted buddies were also special needs buddies. And so, um, it that was just a whole, whole lot. And so, I finally realized after living in survival mode for about a year or two and trying to figure out systems and reading books and listening to podcasts, no one had anything for our family. No one was like us. No one had the special needs or no one had creative resource for this kind of our kind of family, like the special needs, the big family, homeschool and public school, and like all the different things that made us unique. And so I really just had to sit down and create systems that worked for our family. And what I've learned is that every family is unique. I know that's a surprise mm-hmm. to you. Um, but that process that I go through, anytime things change in our family works for everybody and everything. Like the systems themselves are not cookie cutter, but that process is cookie cutter and every family can implement that to create peace in their homes. Wow. And that's great. And that's your goal is to help others so that they can have more peace in their home. And who better than somebody like you who has 10 children? (laughs) And, you know, we have five and um, I did run a daycare at one time. So I had quite a few kids, but I've never had 10 under my roof. I don't think at one time, like that's, that's crazy. And if they all bring a friend over, that's 20. (laughs) So it's like they bring one friend over to visit, that would be 20 kids. Like I know with mine, when I had five and they all brought a kid, it was 10. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I I can't even imagine. So I'm so excited to learn from you um, and what you do. And so I thought we'd start with that. So being a mom of 10, can you tell me what a typical day is for you? Yes. So our three special buddies go off to school and that's that helps just bring everything down a notch because they can be a lot sometimes. Um, I think it's important to recognize that and be okay with that, that they're a lot. And so them going off to school is just brings everything down a few notches and that's really helpful. Um, so my husband normally takes them in the morning and by the time I get up and get moving and all the children are up and moving, we do breakfast and then we have what we call couch time. And so we all meet on our big red couches out in the living room and we do a little devotional and we talk about what's happening in the day. And if somebody has a zoom call and needs a computer, like whatever those things are, we kind of check in about those and then big kids go off and do their schoolwork. And then our littler buddies stay for a little bit longer. And we have intentional time with different topics and subjects. So right now we're doing us history and um, reading another little fun book and doing our memory work. And all of that happens during our couch time. And then we, they go and do school, like math and all that. They're, I try to teach as much independence as possible so that I'm out of the equation because I feel like that's a really big, a big thing for them to know how to learn on their own. Um, then we have lunch together and pick up other little people from school at three and they had therapy appointments. And then at five, we have our five o'clock jobs and everybody does all of their jobs and I'm cooking dinner and then we have dinner together and then we get ready for bed. Wow. Fly over to you. Yeah, and start all over again. And so, are your children um, homeschooled, or are they going to um, public or private schools and learning online right now? 
due to COVID or how is that working for you? Yeah. So our school has not canceled yet. They haven't pulled them back out again yet, which is okay. incredible. And I'm so grateful. Yeah. Um, but our three special buddies go to school yeah. and are in special ed and all of that. Our other ones, we homeschool and we have since the beginning. And so that's, that's not anything new for us. We've been doing that for a while. Right. So you homeschool. Wow. Oh, good for you. That's amazing. So um, now I know you just mentioned about your day-to-day, which sounds very much orderly, but do you have any other advice on how you can um, bring order to your home? Oh, so many things. <laughs> I'm so happy. I get so giddy about it. I think a big part of keeping order in your home is like setting clear expectations. And so a big piece of that, I think, is having different anchors in your day. So for us, it's like morning time with our couch time and then lunch time where we sit down together and we kind of touch base and go over some things. And then our five o'clock hour and dinner time, those are kind of our anchors throughout the day where we connect with each other and make sure that things are being done and expectations are being met like all across the board. And I think that that's so important because, I mean, A, it's easy because it's mealtime. Everybody, nobody's going to forget to eat. But you as a mama can go in and be really intentional with that time and create the structure and create those expectations for your people and create that training for your people that they need to be able to be successful in their day. And so you do a lot of that during mealtime while you're sitting down having something to eat. You're going to go over what their expectations are for the day. Um, Wow, that's good. That's good. That's a really good idea. Um, I remember when we used to have mealtime, I used to talk a lot about that as well. But we used to also have family meetings. Um, And I'm sure they dreaded it, but it was part of our routine. It was time for a family meeting. So we would all get into the living room like you do on your red couch, I guess. We would come into our living room and then I'd have the meeting. And that's where I kind of went over, you know, things that the chores that they need to do, um, and things like things that are coming up. So is, do you have those that's kind of similar to what you do as well? Yes. So on our, on our typical day, like our couch time is normally just like for that day, right. um, Kind of setting those expectations. But when we do have, so we have a whole chore system for our people and everybody gets, has their chores that they do, but sometimes during like summer or winter or whatever, when school is in or out or whatever is happening, we change those up a little bit depending on who's home and the capability of each child. And when that happens, because we don't change jobs, like we don't do a wheel or a, anything like that, because what I've learned, Kathy, is doing that, like changing jobs every other week or have somebody having, it's just too much. I agree. And it's too much for the mama to be able to like, whose day is it today? That takes up too much brain power. And so I love just giving kids one job and that's all. And so maybe during summertime when they're home more, they don't have as much school, we'll add on a little bit more or switch things around, but keeping it so simple for them and for you. And that way there's no expect, like their expectations are set and there's no confusion about, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. That's the, that's the worst to hear that. Yes, you do. And it just (laughs) causes this unrest in the home and there's no need for that. So setting clear expectations for those things and coming back around and having those meetings, we call them family meeting. Mm-hmm. Someone is at the front. I was waiting for that to happen. Hang on one second. <laughs> so we'll have family meetings when those things change and we'll all sit around and we're, I'm kind of obnoxious about it, Kathy, because I'll, 
I have, I have chore charts for everybody, okay? And so some things on them might have changed. And so I pass everybody's around and I'll talk about each one. I'm like, okay, so Matthew is doing, he's feeding the fish outside. And so you know, whatever, I'll go through all of Matthew's list and what all he's doing. And so then later on, I'll come back and say like, wait, who's going to feed the fish outside? Oh, me, me. And then they're all excited about their jobs because they have this new cute chart and they have all the, like, they're just ready to do their jobs. And so I think that those are really important and just kind of drill it in their head of when they're, when things are switching up for them. Yeah, I agree. I kind of always say that it's, you know, make it a, make it more of um, a game for them or something where they can find it more exciting, right? Because if you just kind of order them to do things then that's no fun, but if you can make it a game and like you're using charts um, so that like makes it fun for them. And then by asking them who has this test, who's that it's just making it a game, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you for sure. And I also agree that, um, and that is a really good point that you brought up is that make it as simple as possible, right? So you want to make it so that they have the same uh, chore to do. So, well, one, they have it down pat because they know how to do it right? After they've done it a few times, they they really can have a handle on it. But if you switch it up, it gets too confusing for for the kids. But what if you get one that says, I don't want to do this anymore, then you guess you kind of try to balance it. <laughs> Is that well, what you would do? Say, really I don't want to do this chore. <laughs> yeah, we normally have a conversation of like, hey, you know what, there's a lot of things in life that you have to do that you're not going to want to do. Like, That's true. I mean, I can let's pray about 50 things today that I don't really want to do, but I have to do them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is such good practice of, Hey, we've got to step up and do it anyway. And maybe figuring out the the most efficient way to help them do that. So if it's cleaning up the bathroom, like, okay, first I want you to go in, I want you to pick up all the towels. Okay. And then get a Clorox wipe and wipe down the sink. Yeah. That's it. That was so fast. She did that so fast. It took only a minute. You can do this so fast. And just really boosting their self-esteem, helping them break down the task, because sometimes it's so overwhelming to them that they can't move forward because they don't have a game plan. And so that's where we come in to train them how to do things because they don't know. (laughs) So it's important that we train them. Yeah, it's true. And I think one of the one of the problems with some mamas out there is that um, they don't give enough chores to their children and it becomes overwhelming for those moms because it, it's like they're doing too much. That's, do you agree with me that some moms are just doing too much and it's time to let the kids take over some of the responsibilities? And another thing too I was going to mention is that what age do you find that kids can start doing, start helping out around the house? Yes, I find that true like a million percent. So their kids may have one or two chores, but I'm like, they can do a lot more and they can help you a lot more. And especially during those young ages, they love to help. Like mm-hmm. they want to be helping. So even if it's like I was working with a client last last week and she said something about the floors needing to be mopped. And I was like, well, what if you let your four-year-old Swiffer the floor? I mean, it is not going to be perfect, but it will be a little bit cleaner than it was. And maybe it'll hold you off another day until you have to clean it, right? Um, so, it's just taking little pieces off your plate and giving them over to kids and letting them have fun, helping you around the house. Are probably around two years old. I mean, we're not making chore charts for them or anything, no. but we're training them to be like, okay, go put your diaper in the trash, okay, go do this. Like in just teaching them how to be responsible for themselves. They put your dirty clothes in the dirty clothes and they can even help like put silverware away and like pick it up and put it in the silverware drawer. It won't be organized or anything like that, but they can figure out a lot of things and they're really smart. 
and they're capable and it builds so much self-esteem and so much value into them as human beings to say, here, I trust you with this and not going back and, and doing it like right in front of them and saying, no, 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 that's not how we do it. But really encouraging them and be like, you did a great job of putting this somewhere in there. And just a little bit of self-confidence comes up and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yes, that's so true for sure. And I, I tend to think that too, like, as soon as they start to walk, that's when I used to say, okay, let's tidy up your toys. They, even if they get a little bit done, right, that helps the moms for sure. And dads, I should say dads as well, because sometimes it's dads that are putting away the, the items as well or taking care of the kids. Um, so the other thing I was going to talk to you about too is um, productivity. Do you have any productivity hacks? I know that having routines and structure, that's all part of actually being productive, but do you have any additional tips on productivity? I do, Kathy. I have found that the most effective and efficient way to get stuff done is to batch tasks together. And so what that looks like, like on a household basis, is doing all the cleaning on one day. And yes, I know that there's going to be little things you have to pick up and clean up along the way, like doing dishes and stuff like that. But the deep cleaning stuff, doing it all in one day. The laundry, doing it all in one day. Putting all the way on one day, just getting everything done in one chunk of time in one day. And so when you wake up in the morning, I know that today is, what is today? What day are we? Tuesday? (laughs) I don't know. But it's cleaning day here at our house. And so (laughs) that's all I have to do. I don't have to worry about laundry. I don't have to worry about trying to prep all the meals. Like that's, that's all I have to do today is get some things clean. And a lot of that my kids take care of anyway. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of that my kids take care of anyway. Um, And we do, we have a whole incentive system where they help do bathrooms and all these other things that are more deep cleaning stuff. Um, But yes, batching tasks. So when you have an office day, so my office day, I have like the afternoon, I have like two hours to get all of my tasks done for home. So that's paying bills, emailing people back. If we have to invite somebody over for dinner or something like that, all of those things I've written out throughout the week. So I can remind myself on office day, but I'm not stopping everything I'm doing and going and dealing with that and coming right back and trying to remember what I was doing. Cause really what we're doing is we're not, we're not multitasking. We're task switching, right? So our brains are having to switch tasks and we have to come up with a whole new set of rules and context for our new task. And then the same when you go back. And so the batching of the tasks helps just knock all that stuff out. You're sitting in front of your computer. You can pay all the bills. You can write all the thank yous. You can do all the things that you need to do in just a two hour time. So you can be so much more efficient with your time. Right. I agree. So the other thing I was just going to also mention when just going back to kids with chores is that you, you mentioned that it's a good idea to get kids involved with their chores at a young age. And I was thinking that it's much easier as they get older, as into teenagers, because teenagers often don't want to do much. But if you've taught them from a young age, it makes a world of difference. Don't you agree? I do. And I think it's also a whole mentality of a, you get to build this team mentality with your people. Mm -hmm. And so now when I ask my big boys to do something, they just say, yes, ma'am. And they go do it. And I don't think that that would be the case if, if we hadn't been doing this all along, because they wouldn't, they're like, it's not my job. I don't need to do that, right? But we've just kind of trained them that, hey, we're a family. We're a team. 
we've all helped to make this disaster of a mess. And so we're all going to clean it up. Like this is not on mom. That's not my job is to clean up after you. Um, right. So it's easier when they're younger. It's yes. harder. It is harder when they're older, but it still can be done. You can still teach them. Oh, we right? still need yeah. to for sure. Yeah. Because the only thing which is really funny is that um, my kids, I taught them at a young age as well. And, I, and part of it was because I wanted them to be very independent so that when they went out on their own, they knew how to maintain a home and and be responsible and independent. And then when my kids did leave and my daughter is the last one to leave recently, they don't need me anymore. And now I'm feeling really sad. <laughs> It's like I trained them too well. And now it's like they don't need me like to call me and ask me how to do something because they know how to do most of the stuff themselves now. But so it's like I wasn't prepared for that. I thought I was really doing a good thing here. Um, but and I am and you are right. You agree that it is a good thing to train them so they can go off and do their own thing. Yeah, that's what we all I mean, we all want that. I know it's probably sad, too. And I don't want to get there either. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I 100% agree. I think that there's a huge generation problem of kids that rely so greatly on their parents to do everything for them. And they don't know how to do anything like job interviews, Mm -hmm. anything like that, call their boss or call colleges and find out information. Like they just can't do that because it's always been done for them. And so I think it's so important just to give them little responsibility along the way. So when it comes time to do those bigger things, they feel confident and can totally do it. Yes, that's a very good point. Absolutely. Okay, so we were talking about productivity. And do you have any recommendations on how moms or non-moms could automate more? I love some automation. Um, (laughs) I do. I do. So automation is anything that you can put in play that automatically happens and you don't have to be a part of it, right? Right. So I, I here's the deal. I think that there's a delivery service for anything and everything to help you remember things. So we have our air filters delivered and it's just on a service. Mm -hmm. And so every three months they come and when they come, I'm like, a kid goes and puts them in. And, but that has taken that completely off my plate because they just show up. I don't have to think, Oh, when did I change them out last? What good. Mind, Right. Yeah. Um, We also do subscribe and save through Amazon. And so things just show up on a monthly basis or a, thricely month. I don't know how to say that every three months, um, just when we need them. So we always have diapers in stock. We always have things in stock. So we're not running out to the store the last minute. I'm like, Oh no, we lost, we don't have any more diapers. So, so all of that- it is an automated um, items that you have chosen through Amazon that it will come every three months and you don't have to reorder them. Do you know about subscribe and safe? No, or- I did <gasps> not know about that. Well, you need to let me tell you. Okay. (laughs) Yes. So there's a lot. If you just search subscribe and save on Amazon and it'll have a whole list of things you can subscribe to. So like toothpaste comes every month in our house. Lysol wipes come every month. Wow. Every month. Like, so you have this set order, but if you're like, well, I don't think I need that every month. Right. So maybe Mm -hmm. every three months or every six months. Um, And so you can do the automations in there. And if at any time you want to cancel it, you can cancel it. And so you're not tied in forever, but that is amazing. I is, like that. That is a, that saves so much time for people. Yes. So like cleaning supplies and toiletries and mm-hmm. so our toilet paper, our paper towels, all of that stuff just comes automatically and I don't have to think about it. Well, that's fantastic. 
Yes. And so there's so many services like that for different things. Um, like I said, our air filters are filters that go into the refrigerator. So anything that you're like, I always forget to do that, look it up and see if there's something. Because when it comes in the mail, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I need to do that. And you can go put it in, right? Um, but the constant nagging in your mind of things that need to be done and getting it done and trying to remember if you did it and all those things. It's just, we have enough going on. We don't need to be consumed. Anything to make our lives easier, right? Yes. <laughs> um, Walmart also has, I mean, everybody has now like turned to grocery delivery and I'm so glad about that because that used to be my biggest, my biggest preaching thing for mamas. It's like, you don't need to go to the grocery store. That is a waste of your time. Like if somebody else can do it, let's find a way for them to do it. Right. Yeah. So where I am here, I don't think we have delivery with Walmart, but we have um, where you can pick up. So you don't even have to go into the grocery store or into the Walmart for any groceries or any. Well, I don't know if you can buy any items, though, that I'm not sure. But my mother does that. And then I just go and go to the spot, call them. They come and put it in my car. It's great. I love it. It is great. Yeah. Good. And they are definitely doing more and more of that in all areas, right? Like I, I used to go out shop everywhere for everything, and now I don't. And COVID had a lot to do with this, but um, it's definitely saving me a lot of time, and uh, it can save a lot of people time. So that's great. Yeah. So now you offer coaching as well to mamas, don't you? And you have courses that help moms. Um. Is your course called Chaos to Calm? It is. Very cool. Okay. So why don't you tell us a bit about that? Um, and your coaching available. Yeah. Coaching and Chaos to Calm. They're the, the master course, basically, I walk you through what I do with coaching, but it's all video and you have to do all the work of going through and doing the systems and figuring out things that will work for your family and then creating charts and all the things. Right. And then my coaching, I walk you through on a more practical level of like, Hey, I need you to write out a list of all the things you do during the day. And then from that list, we are going to figure out what drains you, what gives you life and what you feel neutral about. So then you're going and do that and like, okay, awesome. So all these things that drain you, we're going to figure out how to get them off your plate. Like you don't need to be doing them. So that's either automating, delegating or eliminating them altogether. So that just frees you up a ton, like dealing with that list. And then there's some things you feel neutral about, and we could probably delegate some of those out too. Um, and then the things that give you life, I find often that we don't get to those things. Like all these have-tos, we're living so reactionary that we're just going from have-to to have-to and not really want to. So we don't get to do the things that we want to do, whether that be like a hobby or something you want to be intentional with your children, but you just haven't put it into your day and haven't prioritized it in your day. So... From there, we kind of go back and we take all those things that you want to prioritize and we find a spot for them, whether that's on a daily basis or a weekly basis. We make sure that those things happen. So we set up different systems and alarms and all those things to make sure that those things happen for your family. Great. And that's all available. Uh, Is that available on your website? Where can the listeners find you? They want to have more information about what you do and what you offer. Yeah, so my website is mamasystems.net and on Instagram, I'm at mamasystems and you're welcome just to reach out anytime. I'd be happy to talk with you. 
Great. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for being on the Organized for Success podcast. You um, are an inspiration to me and I'm sure to other mamas out there that are trying to balance their life and um, their work and raise children. So thank you so much for all the wealth of information you just provided us. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me, Kathy. 